Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends with Friends podcast, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And we are in season four, and I am joined by my friends, Vanessa. Hi, everyone. I'm the newbie. Um, never watched Friends in my life until now. Yeah, Jason. Hey, I'm Jason, and I've been around since the Friends, and I... This episode surprised me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So we are in season four. This is the 87th episode. It's the one with Joey's Dirty Day. (laughs) It premiered February 5th, 1997 with 25.1 million viewers. Vanessa, want to give us a quick overview? Yes, I can. So in this episode, Chandler is going through this his breakup phases. Joey's doing a movie with Charlton Heston, but shows up on Smet smelling stinky. Ross starts dating Emily, who will impact both Ross and Rachel's life in piv- in a pivotal way. Yes. Okay. First, these breakup phases by Chandler were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's so true. You have these phases. I don't go through what, obviously, what Chandler goes through, but it's like it's these phases of I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, and you see his car everywhere, and then you're like, oh, I miss him, and then you're like, oh, crap. Like, what I do? You, know? you don't wear only your sweatpants for a phase and then go to a strip club and then... Uh... <laughs> oh. Yeah, but Vanessa, want yeah. to explain the phases? Uh, yeah, it's funny, though. One thing to note was that Joey knew all of the phases, yet he is kind of like the womanizer in this whole mm-hmm. series. Like, you know, just out to have a good time. But So the phases. Currently, Chandler is in phase one. He's in sweatpants, and he is in the breakup phase, like the just beginning the breakup phase. Mm-hmm. Phase two is a drunk go to strip club phases phase. Phase three, picturing himself with other women. Um, yeah. And yeah, so those are the three phases as mentioned by Joey, and they are currently Chandler is currently in phase one. Yes, so we're gonna see him make his way through them. <laughs> so my question though is, are these? Chandler's three phases or these three phases for men in general? I wasn't quite clear on that. I think it may be Chandler's phase. And Joey knows it because he's seen the cycle before. Yeah. Chandler, they both um, they both uh, know because they've been through it before with him, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the same question I had too because it was interesting that Joey had just particularly mentioned these phases. And so that's what I was wondering too. Like, is it just for Chandler or is it just for kind of all guys in general? I took it as for all guys in general because it's just, they kind of just generalize it all when they're explaining it too in the very beginning of the episode. But I mean, we've never seen Ross go through these phases. So you guys do make a valid point of like, like maybe it is just them. But when maybe. I first watched it, I thought it was general. But I thought it was, it also reminded me of the episode of the, um, metaphorical tunnel when Chandler was getting relationship advice from the girls and he was eating soy ice cream because he wasn't terminally terminal enough for the real stuff. Oh yeah. I had to kind of like relook at the notes for that because I thought I was like, wait, didn't we already see this happen to Chandler? But no, it was relationship advice. That is really funny. Yeah, so maybe it is just Chandler's faces that he goes through and I mean he feels very astute analysis there of an very astute yeah. yeah, he feels it deep, though. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, he's very emotional, as we all know. <laughs> has, has commitment issues, but then is also very emotional. Yes, he is. And it's funny that, so, because Joey's going fishing, and then he has a, um, 
a shooting day with Charles Preston. <laughs> like, it's funny that like the girls, again, like the metaphorical tunnel, like they step in to help him through again. And so they take him to the strip club. <laughs> Phoebe was totally excited to go. Yeah. Totally excited to go. And it's oh. funny though, at the end, cause towards the end of the episode, they were recapping, you know, their time there. And um, Chandler couldn't picture himself with any of the girls, but he pictured the girls with all of the girls. <laughs> they really liked, yeah, they were starting to pick their favorite ones. Chantel had the smooth skin and Michelle was petite. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that they got to know all the all the strippers and know their right. whole story and know everything about them. Yeah. I thought it was so funny the way that they're at the strip club. Oh, give me this the number two your whoever the it was. Guy, the yeah. carpet guy, yeah. <laughs> and it's like Carol's like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Oh, does somebody need lap dance? Like <laughs> <laughs> I actually was surprised that they showed a scene in a strip club. Yeah. On primetime TV in the nineties. Yeah, because they did show like that, them putting, like, it was a big butt shot, you know what I mean? Of, of them putting when she, and she's yeah. not wearing, a, you know, she's from the back, but she's yeah. not wearing a top. Yeah, it I was. I was surprised. It was. Maybe it I was. just prude. <laughs> well, nowadays, I wouldn't be surprised by it. No, but no yeah, one would be surprised 90s, at all. Yeah. Yeah, in the 90s, it seemed like. I actually lot. tried to Google and see if that was like the first time a strip club had been on there, but I. I couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. I just seeing Chandler go through these phases, you know, and Joey uh, kind of acknowledging these phases, saying this really happens to Chandler. But yeah, I wonder if Ross will go through a phase with, you know, his next girlfriend or the girl we see in this episode. Yeah. Well, I think that's a whole interesting conversation. I didn't. This is what I didn't anticipate. I didn't anticipate her being there. Yes. And remember I mentioned like this whole job change for Rachel, like it was going to be pivotal because it's going to lead to something else. So it led to her new boss. And so that led to Emily. And so Emily is her new boss's niece that's visiting from London. And Rachel is supposed to go to an opera deflate a mouse <laughs> to take her and he, she doesn't want to and she gets Ross to take her because she wants to hang out with Josh and gets invited to a nightclub. So that's how we get invited or that's how we meet Emily. <laughs> is yeah. this, how many is this really the first person he's dated since they broke up? Remember he dated the dirty girl? The oh him. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're paleontologist, right? Yes, we've seen him with other girls, but I think Rebecca Romaine, but that didn't yeah. that was a very short thing. This is gonna go on exactly. for a couple episodes, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is gonna go on for a long time in the friends world because of what happens and how the, everything develops. But um, so when I first watched this, I had no idea what the her boss was saying about the tickets and the opera. And so I actually Googled, <laughs> Googled it. Deflator Mouse. I was like, what is that? And it was composed in 1874 by an Austrian Johann Strauss. And he was um, composed over 500 waltzes and was known as Waltz Kings. That's where we get the Viennese waltz was one basically from him. So I was like, so I've seen the Viennese waltz on Dancing with Stars. And I was like, and I didn't know this is from this guy who, you know, Emily and Rachel are supposed to go see at the opera. <laughs> <laughs> it's very impressive. I, I'm, I'm very impressed of how you say it again. What's the name of the opera? Deflator Mouse. Say it again. 
Deflator mouth? Is it deflator? It's like, like I-E, and then flater, like F-L-A-D-E-R, and then mouse, like mouse, the little mouse. Deflator mouse. You're saying that very well. I'm very yeah. oh, I know. I Googled it. <laughs> I could not have figured out how to pronounce it. I know. I, I, I didn't know either. Because when I would watch his back, I'm like, what's he saying? But I Googled. So well, it, it means the bat. It's German for the bat. Oh, oh. there you go. Flitter mouse is like a flying bat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh. Flitter mouse. Yeah. And so, and I so. love how, though, Rachel didn't want to take her and she gets, uh, Emily gets dumped off to Ross and Ross unwillingly decides to take her out because the way Emily shows up to the apartment, it's not a way that you would want a guest to show up. Just totally obnoxious, um, over the top, high maintenance. So Ross didn't want to go out with her, but he did because he was doing it for Rachel. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. And then in the end, well, they go to Vermont. Yeah, they go to Vermont and they end up liking each other and it ends up being significant. And you even see the moment that she realizes it because again, she tries to get Ross to go with her because she wants to go to a nightclub with Josh. So you see them the next day and she ends up not being able to get into the club and the nightclub. So she didn't have a good night. It didn't turn out the way she wanted it. And then when they're like, oh, he's in Vermont. She was like, with who? Oh no. It's like, she knows what she did, you know? Yep. So now she's kind of like, well, can't do anything now, you know, and you'll see how it's all pans out. It's like, they're still in that phase of like, I still really care for you, but I hate you. Uh-huh. because of this so it's uh-huh. it's just they're in that phase and they just get mad at each other and it's still that frustrating phase and it's it sucks to see it happen even like kind of more clearly in a way because another girl is involved emily now and then you start yeah. seeing ross develop feelings for emily and it very much sucks i feel like yeah yeah i, I do like the way they played it out though they because when she was coming to the apartment and she was going to, I'm like, Oh, she's going to be really pretty. And Ross is going to go gaga over, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. I know how, I know where this is going, mm-hmm. but then she comes in wet and angry and storms out and all that. So I, I did like the way they didn't play into the, they didn't take the easy route. They, they made it a little more complicated for, for, uh, for, for Ross to, you know, get to her. And it's interesting. Cause I, a friend of mine who's a writer posted on, um, posted it on social the way he, he writes and he writes and he puts every idea on a postcard, uh, a, a, a post, a little card and then sorts them out. And he goes, and always put in the obstacles for the characters to get what they want. Add, add obstacles for the characters to get what they want. And I think they, you know, that's what was one of the things they did there. They made an obstacle that she was, you know, disheveled and in a bad mood because uh, she came in out of the rain and, and was being you know dumped by Rachel. So I th- that was, you know, a good move. They, it was thoughtful. They thought about it, how they were doing it instead of just the easy, the easy way of him meeting a pretty girl. Yeah. And then, you know, furthermore to discuss the whole thing of them hating each other, but still having those feelings for each other, Ross comes back smitten over Emily and he tells Rachel how he's feeling that he's over her and he's ready to move on. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, I don't think at that point was ready to hear that. I think she just liked having someone still want her. Mm-hmm. And so Emily is played by um, Helen Baxendale. Um, and she, um, she was 
written. So I guess this kind of spills the beans for me because when I was doing the research, she was actually written out of Friends a lot earlier than they had wanted to um, because she's only in 14 episodes. Um, so she lived in she lived in, in England when she was filming uh, Friends. So yeah, so they wanted to keep her, I guess, and then um, just other things got in the way and they they wrote her out. Yeah. How and many episodes is she in? Fourteen. 14. That's a, wow. I can't yep. wait to see the how this develops because that's that's a lot cool. of episodes. It is, and it's it's a lot of episodes, and a lot of things happen with this. And um, I feel like anybody that goes. You know, it's a big role to take on. Like anybody that goes against the Ross and Rachel storyline, that is an obstacle for them. They get a lot of heat for. Like you know, Julie, you know, played by Lauren Tom, told us told us that in earlier podcasts. And since it's such a big show and everybody's rooting for Ross and Rachel, I feel like all the heat and all the fame happens like it's coming fast. And that's what she mentioned as well. She told the daily mail that she had a glimpse of what fame holds. And I decided it held a load of nothing. And so that's why she also kind of stepped away when she did, because she wanted to focus on her family and be in London doing West end plays. And so she didn't like she, cause you don't see her. Like I remember afterwards being like, well, have I ever seen her at other things? Not really. Because you think when you guest star in that many episodes of friends that you're going to keep going in your career because you were just on friends. But I, but she kind of stepped away from fame. She just didn't like it. She thought it was fine. You know, was, I enjoyed playing the person, you know, making so many jokes about England. But she's just like, she was just like, I'm done. I've seen the fame and I don't want any part of it. So I thought that was interesting too. That she's only. I, in. Wonder, I wonder if she's saying she's seen the fame, like seen the fame firsthand, or if it's she's seen the fame in the five friends. Yeah. No, you know, that's what she says. It became impossible to live a normal life from a girl from a Warrington in you know, England, whose earliest ambition had been to be a ballet dancer. It was all a bit overwhelming. Like she just, you couldn't walk down the street to buy milk. You couldn't go anywhere. It was impossible to mix in the crowd because like it was that big of a show, you know, and, and her character was an obstacle for Ross and Rachel. And you'll see what happens with that, you know, in the next 13 episodes. But she just didn't want, she didn't want that. And so she kind of stepped away from it, which is a big decision to make too, you know? Yeah. So, but it was good. Like, I, I, I like that they brought her in the way that she did because we should have believed her the first time she came in. <laughs> I mean, she is on this new show, a uh, British show, Knots and Crosses, which I heard is good. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was good. Oh. Ah, like recent, recently? Yeah. Oh, but I mean, cool. maybe it's a smaller role. Maybe she came back or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would think like you know after guesting on Friends for such a long time that she would be getting you know like like they have been like you know suddenly Susan you know with Sherry Shepard or something like that you know and she just was like peace. Sounds like she went back to went back to England and kind of yeah. doing her own thing over there. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, but you'll see how it all plays out. <laughs> hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see it all play out just because the way that she was brought in, it was a pretty, it was a pretty dramatic way that she was mm -hmm. brought in. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. I can't wait to see how this story develops and especially how, you know, Rachel, it's, you know, one thing after the, the other, she thought it was all going to be okay with her dumping Emily off to Ross and then Ross telling her, okay, you know, I'm totally over you. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I want to, I can't wait to see how it all plays out in the end. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't mean to be spoiler alert, but I feel like it plays out big in the next by the end of the season, right? 
It sure does. <laughs> Stay tuned, uh, Vanessa. Stay tuned. <laughs> it does. Oh. Well, another big guest star was Charlton Heston. So should we take a break and then discuss that? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. So the title is The One with Joey's Dirty Day. And he's dirty and has to take a shower in Charlton Heston's dressing room. Yeah, so when... Joey goes on the fishing trip with his dad. There are no showers available at the campsite or the fishing site, wherever they're at. So he hasn't showered all weekend, comes back dirty, is studying for this big role he has, falls asleep, forgets to take a shower, and it makes him late to the um, his, his call time. So essentially, yeah, he goes to work without a shower. Oh. I, this is so random that Charlton Heston is in this. This and I tried to Google like how did they get Charlton Heston to be part of this episode, and I couldn't find it. I don't think he's done very many interviews about like being part of Friends. <laughs> My husband was like, I was watching it, and he's on his phone. He looks up. He's like, "Is that Charlton Charlton Heston?" I was like, "I think so." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those random big A list actors. I know him from Ten Commandments. You know, so it's just random. Well, I mean, they said he was doing a show, uh, a movie with Charlton Heston, but I thought it was going to be like, what was he? He was doing a movie with uh, the last movie he was in, which he was also in the shower in, by the way. Uh, uh, was oh. it De Niro or yes. Pacino? He was Al Pacino's butt. He was Al Pacino's butt. Okay. So when they said, but Al Pacino wasn't in it. So when Heston walks out of the room into the onto the set, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, what? Oh, random. <laughs> But I think of him as a very serious, you know, old school actor. I mean, known for Ben Hur, yes. the Ten Commandments, yes. you know, you know, and but Planet of the Apes. Actually, that's the first thing I remember from was the, mm. the original Planet of the Apes series. So it was just completely took me off guard and surprised yeah. me because I figured I, I thought it was going to be one of those where they talk about the big star who's not really there. Yeah. yeah. So a little background on, on Charlton Heston, you know, he, as Jason said, he was, he's a huge actor, Ben Hur, and he got an Academy Award for um, best actor in the Ten Commandments. He also got a Golden Globe uh, nomination and he was in Planet of the Apes and he has starred in over a hundred films during his 60 year career. So he's huge. He's you know? huge. So it's like, so he comes on set and he's playing a version of himself. And so it's like, it's not like he's playing somebody else. So I just like, who knew that they had Charlton Heston? Like, maybe I should email one of the writers and be like, you should, we should totally ask him. How did you get Heston? Yes. Cause it's, it's, and I just like the, I wonder what Matt LeBlanc was feeling like, cause this is a legendary dude, like what Matt LeBlanc was feeling when he was acting, you know, aside from him. And it was so funny because 
Charlton is is threatening him to not take any more showers in his <laughs> room. Well, the whole gag about uh, him stinking is yeah. very funny. The double entendre of him stinking yeah. is very entertaining and very, very good. I liked it because I was kind of feeling bad for Joey that he hadn't showered, but like you said, the double entendre of the whole stinky, like he's a stinky actor is the way Charlton Heston took it. Yeah. And he's like, no, I physically stink. And <laughs> <laughs> like, he's in a towel just sitting there and it's like, uh, <laughs> and he gives him the pep talk too about, you know, how every actor thinks they stink. <laughs> but never ever stink in my dress room when use my shower. <laughs> I don't get it. (laughs) But I liked it. I liked it, though. It was funny. It's nice, like, comedic, you know, way to go about bringing in a lister. I think it was hilarious. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, how did they... I I do would like to know more about how they got him to do that. How they talked him into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it was somebody who knew somebody. Maybe Marlo Thomas knew him. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe it was just like a happy accident, like Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, you know, like, like hey, let's, yeah, because it, it was the Warner Brothers line. So there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of stages over there. I mean, Friends is on stage 24. So I just wonder. I couldn't yeah. find anything. Yeah, I, I looked too. I, I and too. like, I looked in my friend's book. I was like, couldn't find anything. Hopefully, you know, how they got a, him. hopefully we can reveal it to all of our friends fans as to why he was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it was good. And it's just another case of, you know, Friends being the biggest show on TV at this time and, you know, bringing in a A-list actor just to, like, zhuzh it up because this is February and it is February sweeps at this time, right? So For they sure. probably had some good promos going on that Charlton Heston was going to be on. For so. sure. I saw this episode as one of being kind of like this, this – you know how we see episodes, it's kind of like, okay, they – they taper down a bit and then they start picking mm-hmm. back up. Like this episode started to pick back up yes. and it's getting ready for what's to come. And yeah, I find it's a good I, setup. Yeah, yeah, I find that's like a trend too. It's like, okay, so in the beginning of the series, because we're seeing that, you know, we're seeing in each in each season, beginning of the series, it picks up from this the season that it left off of. And then it kind of tapers off. And in the middle, they input a story so that they can build on that for a cliffhanger on the end. So around, let's let's keep looking at like the 14, 15 episodes each season and see what they do, you know, because this is yeah. it. This is yeah. the beginning of like the big cliffhanger for season four. It was, it was, it's a good one. I, I like this episode. I thought Rachel was really funny in this episode too. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. We have to talk about that. She's so violent in this episode. <laughs> she talks about punching the woman in the face. She keeps hitting Chandler and then she hits Joe, uh, Ross later. She's so violent. Yeah. I know. And her, her crush on Joshua just keeps like, I don't know. She's, His name's Joshua. Not Joshua. 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 <laughs> it's like she's so obsessed with him. I know. I, it, it's. Yeah, I don't fun. get it. I don't think he's that cute or that charismatic. No, he's just yeah. there. To me, there's nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tom Selleck, though. That's another story. I feel like we're all on the same page with that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all on the same page with that. Bring yeah. Richard back. Bring Richard yes. back. <laughs> there will always be Team Richard. Oh, yes, yes. It's good. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see where this whole Joshua thing goes. I mean, it's 
not as long as like Emily, you know, like we mentioned, but you know, it is a good starting off point to the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then one of my favorite lines was from Rachel when she goes, you don't just go to Vermont. And Monica says, you went to Velvet Berry. And Rachel says, for once, can you not remember every little thing? Like the way she says it. Yes. She was so upset that Monica was calling her out. Oh, that was good. Mine was when Phoebe was yelling at Chandler, stop being a wuss get, and get those off. You come with us and watch naked girls dance around. Like Phoebe was so about the strip club. <laughs> She's going through a lot right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is funny. Phoebe's cute. I love it when she thinks she felt the baby and it was just her underwear, the um, <laughs> elastic <laughs> popping. Coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Ross learns how to play rugby because he wants to impress his new English girlfriend, Emily, which is just <laughs> hilarious. It doesn't go his way, but we enjoy the effort. <laughs> so if you like us, please subscribe, give us five-star ratings and leave nice comments. We'll read them for you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.